Hey, what's up, guys? How are you? Today's video comes from The Making of Star Wars Revenge of the Sith by J.W. Rinsler. May he rest in peace. Now, today's video, as promised, is going to talk about what George would have done if he went to a marketing team for the prequel trilogy. As we all know, George made the original trilogy in 1977, with episode 4 debuting and shocking the world. Now, with the prequels, which he wanted to create first, mind you, and he had the first idea of Star Wars by having Anakin fall into a volcano fighting Obi-Wan. This is what he has to say if he had taken it to a marketing company. And it's pretty wild because Star Wars would have been, well, I don't know, I'll let you guys decide. In the video village, Lucas is saying, if I'd taken the prequel trilogy to a marketing company, episode one would have started here with episode three. And episodes two and three would have been about Darth Vader killing people. But in the end, I wouldn't be able to write movies like that. Okay, so that's literally all he says about it, but that to me, I've never read that. First of all, and second of all, it's very, very shocking to hear that you know a lot of people's anger with the prequel trilogy was that one and two happened. Now imagine if the prequel trilogy actually was taken to the marketing company, okay? And then George Lucas did create episode one, starting from Revenge of the Sith. You know, maybe he would make it a little bit longer, give a bit of a backstory, maybe some time jumps here and there, whatever. But we completely wipe out Anakin in episode one, so we don't really know all that much about him in detail like we did in The Phantom Menace. We don't see Qui-Gon Jinn, we don't see Darth Maul or anything like that. Then episode two, we don't see much of Count Dooku. You know, we just see him in episode three, and we're like, okay, who's this guy? We don't see much of Anakin, you know, slaughtering the Tusken Raiders or, you know, losing his balance with the Jedi and having dreams of his mother and having the Jedi actually stop him from going to save his mom. There's so many different avenues that we were able to see and witness within the first two films that I think are so fundamentally important in understanding the prequel trilogy, not only with the characters, but also with the war and the politics, which is fundamental for grasping how intelligent, patient, and sinister Palpatine was. Mind you, if we also did that, you know, we may not have even gotten the Clone Wars, or we might have, you know, that would have been probably extremely refreshing because it would have shown everything right before Episode 3, which many people would have been very interested about. Now, as for, you know, Episode 2 and 3 consisting of Vader just killing people, I mean, he could be going on some sort of a crusade to find Jedi from Order 66. That is very possible. That's probably what George Lucas had in mind. However, is that something that you would have wanted to see? Now, an avenue that I think would have been extremely interesting was if he did this. He took it to a marketing company and they said, okay, let's start with three, which I, I don't think is a terrible idea, but I also don't think that it's a great idea because episodes one and two really provided the backstory and the fill for Anakin's character and to understand his turn to the dark side. And a lot of people don't understand his turn. They think, oh, it's just too fast or this and that, but I can go over that in another video. Now, with episode three being episode one, Vader in episode two and three, which would have been basically 3.5 and you know 3.9 sort of until four, could have been extremely cool if we got the Force Unleashed story. I mean, that could have been a reality where Starkiller was created, where Vader, you know, in the game, he starts off... We start off as Vader, and he's just on Kashyyyk, killing Wookiees. And then he goes in, and he kills the Jedi, who's the father of Galen Merrick. And then he finds Galen Merrick, and goes on to train him as his, his apprentice. And then episode three would be the final end of that whole story, where we would maybe take a different ending, and Galen Merrick would probably have to die, and Vader would potentially be almost bested, or he would defeat him and really take his place 
as Palpatine's rightful apprentice. And we would get to see just how powerful Vader was. Now, for me, sign me up. That would have been really cool. But at the expense of losing Episode 1 and Episode 2, I just don't see it happening. I don't think it would be a good choice just to see, you know, more stories of Vader, which I want, but, you know, I mean, that's why I'm making the fan film. But I think that Episode 1 and 2 were just so unbelievably fundamental in Vader's arc, in Anakin's fall, and, you know, the rise of the Empire, the fall of the Republic, the rise and fall of the Separatists, the overall politics and everything that went into Palpatine's machinations. And I think it was just something that was so necessary, regardless of people's bickering of the prequel trilogy of 1 and 2, and then them saying they love 3. Of course everyone loves 3, it's badass, but... 1 and 2 built the foundation for Anakin's character. And this is something that was really important, you know. When Anakin was crying on Mustafar, it wasn't necessarily because of what he had done. Sure, partially. But in the book by Matthew Stover, it explains that Anakin was crying because he was no longer that little boy from Tatooine who had dreams and aspirations of becoming a Jedi. And so when he's crying, he's really thinking, oh my gosh, what did I become? I was once that little hopeful boy that would save people and save the galaxy, and now I've turned into this monster that's killing younglings and killing the innocent, killing everyone, my friends, my family, and all for what? And he's like, well, Padme, so yeah, it's worth it. <laughs> now, personally, I think that episode one and two, while people don't really like them too much, are really slept on. Episode two is, I think, one of the best Star Wars movies. And I'm going to say this because I know it's going to get a lot of flack, of course. But if you look at the film and deconstruct it, there is, you know, take away the dialogue, whatever people want to argue about. Look at the story. Look at what Anakin is going through. The first time in his life, after being a slave, after losing his mom, all this stuff, he has found content. He has found happiness with Padme. He is off on this beautiful planet in this palace, in this royal place on Naboo, and he is with the woman that he has been dreaming about since he was nine years old. And he gets to protect her. He gets to be with her every day, 24-7. And that is literally his order from the Jedi. This is like Anakin's one little bit of happiness. And the whole time, she's kind of just, you know, pushing him away and stuff like that. But also, they're falling in love with each other. And so it's like, really the only little bit of happy... You know, I see episode two as like a tumultuous roller coaster of emotions for Anakin. You know, we see him happy on the field with Padme... We see him jealous when she's talking about Paulo. We see him angry and in full of rage and dark side when he's avenging his mother. We see him sad when his mother dies. We see him cocky and arrogant when he's fighting Dooku. And then we see him breaking the Jedi code completely when he marries Padme. I mean, there is just so much in episode two that really develops Anakin's character and shows us exactly who he is and all of his flaws, all of his red flags, which really were things that the Jedi should have been extremely aware of and helped him with. I think that he really needed a lot of mental help and these were things that just were not provided to him for whatever reason. So I think if they had done that, then Anakin would have been in a lot better place. But, you know, mind you, first and foremost is for Qui-Gon Jinn not to die. You know, why they never sent more Jedi to fight Darth Maul, I don't really know. You know, what's the harm there? But, well, that's the movie, I guess. You know, Qui-Gon had to die. And the arrogance in the Jedi is definitely prevalent. So, you know, <laughs> I guess it just had to happen. You know, why didn't Obi-Wan use Force Speed? Yeah, I know. But I guess, you know, it's uh, just the way it is. But, yeah, I think this would have been pretty cool if we did get Episode 1 being Episode 3. However, you know, we would then lose one and two, and it's a big toss-up, you know, it's, it, we could get all that stuff in potentially, you know, Clone Wars, animated format. I don't think it would hit the same, but at the end of the day, you let me know. 
Would you rather have had episode one, two, and three the way we got it, or this way, the marketing way, where episode three was episode one, episode two and three were then Darth Vader killing people, and perhaps Force Unleashed or whatever else would have gone down. Maybe Mace Windu would have come back. Who knows? I hope you guys are very excited for the Vader fan film. I have Vader episode two on lock. It's coming down. It's coming out. We're working extremely hard. So I really encourage you guys to definitely support the channel in any way you can, whether it's by watching the videos or hitting the like button or sharing it on your Instagram or social media or buying the merch and sending super chats. I greatly appreciate it. I promise you when this fan film comes out, it will absolutely blow the minds of every Star Wars fan. Even if you don't like my content on my channel, I guarantee that you will definitely enjoy this film. Not to mention Vader Episode 3, which will change the way you see Star Wars entirely, I think. And it will change Darth Vader indefinitely. In a good way, of course. Thank you so much for your time today and watching today's video. Definitely check out the merch shop down below in the description. I'll see you all in the next episode right here on Star Wars Theory. Until then, my fellow Jedi and Sith friends, remember, the Force will be with you. Always.